You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matt Gertz and Jesse Landers. Twenty-seven. We're there already. It seems like just yesterday. We were yeah. on number two, plotting this crazy scheme out. So I know you just ate, so you're probably not hungry. Not hungry, which is good because I was worried about the syndrome that we both fall into talking about food all episode long if we're hungry before. It. Well, I hope none of the listeners are hungry because we're talking about food again, and especially what we're talking about. I couldn't go into that hungry. That w- I would have had to cut mid episode and leave. Right go get food it would not have worked out well you want to have a full stomach we hope you've eaten because we're talking about buffets in vegas we went to a couple buffets yeah man <clears throat> yeah it was uh it was fun um i i remember the one i don't know if we went to two i can't remember i think we might have like went to like a breakfast one and the regular one but like i just remember the one we went to for like normal time was like not on par I wasn't too happy. Everything tasted a little weak. Yeah, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't one of the top ones. It was like I would compare the food to TV dinner, but like that's not, that's a terrible representation of like Vegas buffets. There's some good ones out there. The best buffets in the world are probably in Vegas, Sin City. Uh, a few that I'll name off here: uh, Bachanal uh, Buffet at Caesar's Palace. That one's supposed to be world renowned. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that on shows. <laughs> and there's another one at the Rio, which is an all, it, they, they have like a, well not all, but mostly seafood buffet, and it's called a oh, cool. Village Seafood at the Rio Hotel. I always think about that scene from uh, Vegas Vacation with fucking Randy Quaid in the buffet. <laughs> oh yeah. Stuff in his pockets. Best buck 49 buffet in town. <laughs> Well, you got to get your money's worth. They can be expensive. Yeah, they can be upwards, one plate. They can be upwards one of plate. like 40, 50 bucks, you know. Oh, they're worth it though. Oh my god. We're definitely going to hit the buffets hard. We might have to get the pass cuz a lot of these buffets have an all-day pass. Yeah, actually, that's what I was about to get into. There's a 24-hour buffet pass that you can get. It's 50 bucks. At least this one specifically is $50. But when you're talking about eating in Vegas in general, I mean, what are you going to eat? 50 bucks we easily spent on, like, dinner and drinks. like. Oh, yeah. That's one meal, if not more. Yeah. So, I mean, even if you just go there for two meals and then, like, go out at night, like, you're still saving a ton between breakfast and lunch, like, in two different places. Definitely. And that's the cool thing is it's, it doesn't have to just be one place. There's a pass called Buffet of Buffets that gets you into... Uh, the buffets at the Flamingo, at Harrah's, at Paris, at Planet Hollywood, and at Rio. Damn. Um, can you say we're buying that? What? <laughs> and then <sighs> there's also, you can get into that Caesars one and the Rio one for a little extra fee. So they, they've, yeah, because they're the shit. So I've been reading up on it. This is how you get the most out of this uh you pay your 50 bucks and the way it works is you have 24 hours from like when you buy your pass so what you want to do if you want to get four meals out of this oh my god i already know where you're going here let me let me try try and get it out the uh 
you go late at night, what, like an hour before the uh, place you want to eat at closes. You <laughs> buy the 24-hour pass. You eat there for the last hour as like a late dinner. Now that gives you the whole – you sleep the whole night, which kind of feels like a waste. But they're not open anyway. So you're not like wasting time or anything because they wouldn't That's be, like it wouldn't be no accessible. Yeah. So you sleep when they're not open. Then the next morning you get up, go to breakfast at another buffet. Do an early breakfast. Then you do a lunch and then you do an early dinner. And you're well, able dude, to fit four in on the 24-hour You could go crazy. If it's bucks. a true 24-hour, you could just do the small meals all day. Just stop it at different buffets. True. If you're wanting to do Five, the... Five, uh, six, if you're a madman. You wanted to do the whole, whole wheel of them? Yeah, man. You got to check off the list. But, I mean, even if you get three meals out of it, if you get four, there, you could do it another way, too, where it's just you do that. You do, like, you know, breakfast, small lunch, another, like, late small lunch do like a brunch and then like a late lunch and then early dinner and just yeah. eat, eat light but eat at different places yeah man because i mean you're talking how many were there there was five or six different buffets there yeah if you wanted to go the extra route seven eight there's maybe. yeah Jeez. there's at least five and then yeah if you want to pay for two more you get seven out of it we're not endorsed by them at all i've just been doing some research because me and matt are going in May. you could say we're junior buffet advocates though <laughs> yeah oh yeah you uh, are yeah. and if you're gonna like indulge anywhere vegas is the place to do it in terms of eating good food and oh having my God. a good time such good food man sushi is great there um we're going to hit the Korean barbecue after your trip to Korea. We're definitely going to check out what's going on there for that. But every every place we ate at it was, like, amazing there. Definitely. the uh, I'm, I'm just reading further into some of uh, the articles here, and it says that someone actually tried to squeeze five meals in. They did oh, okay. 10 a.m., 2 p.m., 6 p.m., 10 p.m., and 9.30 the next day. Oh, as long as you get in before... So you do late breakfast, and then you do four meals that first day. See. And then, yeah, I mean, even if you combined the 2 p.m. and the 6 p.m. and just did a regular lunch. See, like, I wasn't even thinking that. You could just you have to be there the minute before, you know? Yep. Before that expires. Because they check at the front gate, like, and then they let you, you're yep. free. So, well, yeah, once you're in, like, even if it's past the time you're in. You literally have 23 hours and 59 minutes to get back. <laughs> From the moment you scan that. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of worth uh, trying out. And if we do end up trying it, when we go there, we'll tell you our experience. How many meals we could fit in. How many places we could go. i say Slacker's going to go for the five. We'll see. Why not? <laughs> we might get tired out. We'll probably get tired out. Depends how much you can eat. You know? It does. You got to sort of pace it. yourself. Even though it's a buffet, you got to try a little bit of the good things. If you're going to try and hit a bunch of them. You gotta do those appetite enhancers, man. That these kids are doing these days. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that would that would definitely. Here you put help. it in your in your bong. Yeah. Getting blazed <clears throat> definitely helps when it comes to the buffets. So we hope we didn't make you hungry. Hopefully not. Probably <laughs> are. We'll we'll help you get through this. Right. Welcome to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matthew. And I'm Jesse. What are you uh, sipping on? Since we're still talking about Vegas, 
Yeah, right. Um, well, my drink of choice for tonight is a vodka tonic. And then before that, I'm just getting to the vodka tonic because I just got through a tea. I'm normally a coffee guy, but we're all out of coffee. The water was already boiling. So I went with a tea. It's called uh, Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> does it taste like Fruity Pebbles? Yeah, it does kind of taste oh, like Fruity Pebbles. I would, I would enjoy that tea. Um, it's, like fruity green, Pebbles. it's like green Dang. tea with like a bunch of other stuff. That's awesome. That's really good. Yeah, green tea can like uh, you can mask that with a lot. So right, like you can add a lot to the flavoring. That that sounds really good. What do you um, got going on over there? Man, I'm working on the Brooklyn Brewery Sampler. It's got a quite an array. Um, it's got two different IPAs: a Brooklyn Scorcher IPA, the Defender IPA. It's got the traditional Brooklyn Lager, which is an all-time favorite of mine. Um, good standard it's also got yeah it's got the uh sriracha ace saison is that how you say that saison yep saison yeah which is actually my favorite out of the pack man it's oh, got okay. like a lemongrass flavor to it and a little bit of citrus it's it's very subtle and nice that's cool yeah but i gotta so, say overall my favorite sampler i've had i'm digging it because you you talked up the uh, blue moon one also yeah, I love that cinnamon one, but man, as far as like a palette of different textured beers, man, these two IPAs are really good, and they're two different beers, clearly, like, it's not like you taste them, and they're both like, oh, they got the hops flavor, like, no, there's actually, like, a unique difference in the taste. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, man, definitely would recommend it to people. Solid one to go out there and try. Yeah, yeah. Moving, uh... Solid. Moving into our first segment, we have uh, the odd news, bizarre news, like we always like to give to you guys. Uh, Question I got for you here, Matt. Have you ever thought about living in a mall? Oh, man. Who hasn't? I feel like, um, you know, there's that one movie that has, like, the girl that lives in Walmart. I've always said, like, who the fuck would live in Walmart? I would rather live in the mall. Like, the good shit. Like, and also, like, the zombie apocalypse movies that have taken place in the mall. Come on. True, true. Man, the mall would be so cool. You just like you set up in the camping area, and then you got free roam of everything else. You go to the electronics, you're watching TV, grab a snack from like whatever store has food. There's always some type of uh, like maybe a like bodega like store that's in the corner, bottom corner corridor, you know, something like that. You right. can get food there. You know, you got the whole food court too. Albany has these little popcorn machines, and I'm sure they're available all night long because they're <laughs> just plugged in. There you go, some late night popcorn. You literally like pay like quarters and it dispenses popcorn. It's so weird. Huh. I've never yeah. seen that before. Yeah. yeah. In case you need to get your fix. <laughs> well, you don't need to uh, sneak into the mall at night or uh, wait for the zombie apocalypse to make your dreams of spending the night there come true. The Ooh. Mall of America in Minnesota is paying someone to stay in the mall for five days and write about it. Oh man, what dude? That would be so cool. <laughs> the five days straight. Like, is it like a controlled experiment where you're in like a box, or do you get to like have free range? No, you got free range. Uh, the temporal <laughs> is a te- is technically a writer in residence position, uh, which will be okay. given to one person in honor of the mall's 25th anniversary. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's. Uh, their work, according to Atlas Obscura, the Minnesota Mall is looking for a special scribe to celebrate the mall and its evolution. 
Um, they're going to give the person free stay of four nights in one of in an on-site hotel because I guess there's hotels connected to the Mall of America. I've never been. It's like a huge mall, though. Yeah, man. We had the Nyack Mall, uh, the Palisades, which was like four stories, but I bet Mall of America is just out of control. Right. Yeah, that Palisades is probably the biggest one I've been to. Yeah, and it's probably half the size of Mall of America, I can only imagine. The person will also be given a $400 gift card to buy food and drinks. Oh, and, man, that's cool. And there you go. a generous honorarium. I don't know what that means, though. See, yeah, like, you just got to stock up at the food court before, like, they close, I guess. <laughs> right. Entry period ends March 10th, so uh, by the time this episode's out, depending on when you're hearing it, uh, you should be able to enter still. Get at it real quick. Who knows? You might win. If you've ever wanted to stay in the mall, have your it's ra- a, have free reign. It's a life experience, you could say. Do you just get to go into the back of any store and be like, I'm allowed to? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Reign. Like, You just like go put on a suit from like the suit store, like the tuxedo rental place. Right. Like, <laughs> you're just like, yeah, walking around. Like, like, I'm going to write shitty stuff if you don't let me have as much candy as I want. Dragging a recliner through like... JC Penney's to the like TV section. <laughs> Be like, I'm allowed to do this as long as I write about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Taking taking all the laws into your own hand, right? Yeah, get get it out there and uh, apply to this writer's position for the Mall of America. Yeah. Speaking of the law, by the way, we're gonna before we get to our next story, we have stumbled across the body cam. To the man we'd covered in our last episode, I am the law. Oh, yes. The Denton, Texas man who is caught with black makeup smeared across his face, rambling on that he was above the law and that guns were no match with him. We're going to play a little clip of this for you. We just, uh, we can't get enough of it. I wouldn't have a response either. So over and over again, he's asking them if they're trying to assassinate him. What well, I mean, well, were they? <laughs> I, I don't know. Who does he have after him? Yeah, I think he's a very, very paranoid man. Yeah, I want to say like the whole time the cops are talking to him, like he's not cuffed or anything. He has a meth pipe in his hand, and they didn't even realize. <laughs> they they ended up pulling it out of his back pocket eventually. Oh, I thought it was in his hand the whole time. I thought it he had clenched been. in I, his hand. I couldn't tell. Like Maybe he pulled it out of his pants or something. Oh, okay, okay. It looked shaky. I thought he just pulled it out of his like gripped fist. I was like, oh, okay. Like, like a meth magician. Meth magician. But the not end to of be this, confused it, with a mathematician. <laughs> oh, not at all. <laughs> Very different. Don't hire yes. that, a, meth, a meth magician to come <laughs> over up. and teach your kid math. Oh, your kid's going nowhere fast. Like, Kiss the all these beakers, Timmy? <laughs> the end of this body cam footage, it cuts off abruptly because they probably had to whoop his ass because he was out <laughs> of control. But 
the ending is as vibrant, is even more vibrant, I would say. Um, I will note for defense of the police that they are just kind of, they were softly walking him along to the <laughs> Very softly. I've seen much rougher scenarios for people that have been up to shysty behavior. <laughs> yeah, they weren't doing anything wrong. Uh, this, this guy was just kind of out of his mind, which is what we assumed when we had read the uh, article about him. In the last yeah. one, and hey, you you spot that top he's wearing? I remember you were oh pointing that out last time. This guy, he's such a character. I don't, I don't even. He's got this like spaghetti top, like it's definitely a girl's like plaid lumberjack style shirt. But more importantly, he's got these like Spider-Man lines drawn up and down his body in the same black that's smeared all over his face. <laughs> I think so again, how much meth do you have to smoke scuffle. to make this meth ink? Yeah, the meth <laughs> facial with the uh, charcoal crystals. Oh, man. And speaking of mentally out of it people, it leads us to our next person. We go from I am the law to I am God. (laughs) Now, where might this have occurred, you might ask? Well, Florida, of course. Yep. (laughs) A Melbourne man decided that he was going to hop out of his car on a busy causeway and strip naked. And, And I guess police arrived pretty promptly... Um, they don't take kindly to naked men dancing in the rain. No. Down in Melbourne, Florida. No, not at all. They uh, they treat that as the top code. Code one. Boom. <laughs> Red flag. All units show up. Like, that's it. And uh, so I guess several police officers had to wrestle this naked man in the causeway. And uh, I, I could only imagine the sight for onlookers because apparently there was quite a few. Well, yeah, he kind of blocked traffic from what it looked like. Yeah, and um, they were worried he was going to jump off, you know, maybe try to commit suicide. Um, after, the, you know, the abrupt scuffle here, he was handcuffed and taken into custody, and then they had turned him over to the hospital for an evaluation. <laughs> now, there's no note in the article uh, whether he was on, you know, any type of drug or whatnot, but uh, I'm going to assume it's just natural mental illness has struck this one. <laughs> maybe. Maybe it was... Morgan Freeman appeared in his car and oh gave him the powers of God for for the moment. That would drive a man crazy enough to jump naked <laughs> into the middle of a road. Well, he just maybe he gave it to the wrong person. Yeah, yeah. What a terrible spot to stop, like, right over another road. Like, j- jamming up a little, like, overpass type deal. Yeah. I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised the, uh... Cops tackled him, you know, for his own safety. Yeah, you can't be playing Frogger. Fucking sweet. <laughs> playing Frogger on the overpass. Yeah. It doesn't matter how sweet your dance moves are. They're shutting you down. All right. Moving on to uh, another person who thinks they're God. Our, uh, <laughs> a man we constantly bring up on, on our tech segment, Elon Musk. He's uh, slamming Tesla's drive for a uh, union. And instead offers free frozen yogurt. Ooh. 
Who does not? <laughs> who doesn't like frozen? I was going to say, you sound enticed. Yeah. I, I wish my job offered free frozen yogurt. <laughs> right? The, uh, I guess the employees at one of Tesla's uh, fa- uh, factories where they uh, put the cars together, uh, the employees want to join the United Auto Workers in efforts to unionize. And Elon Musk is against this because he <laughs> believes that the United Auto Workers are in cahoots with uh, Big Auto, essentially, oh, and the large automakers. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he, he's claiming, you know, we have to be in it together, and if you give it, give the company time, the stock options that are provided will pay off, and it'll all be worth it. But they have some, like, you know, safety concerns along with, like, pay. And and I guess his answer to it is, hey, we're going to give away some free frozen yogurt. We'll put free frozen yogurt stands around the factory. Tesla yogurt, baby. Who doesn't want it? (laughs) Right? And he said he is also going to have what he calls his personal favorite, a Tesla electric pod car roller coaster with optional loop and no loop roof. <laughs> what? It'll allow fast and fun travel throughout the f- uh, their Fremont campus, dipping in and out of the factory and connecting all the parking lots. Oh, man. That's hilarious. It's like, it's Friday, bitch, I'm out. Hit the loop. <laughs> right? I mean, it, the, the article I'm reading, uh, which is actually off of BuzzFeed News, um, <laughs> sue me if you don't like BuzzFeed, they going deeper to like you know the business end of it and like the unionizing versus uh like not unionizing within tesla but i'm interested more in this free ice cream and roller coasters yeah that would be a hell of an incentive for a lot of businesses yeah it's like unionize and fight for increased wages and benefits frozen yogurt and roller coasters Uh, yeah it's kind of i mean i don't know if it's like the best move but if it's uh an option that's on the table and we can talk roller coasters he's enticing the inner child (laughs) yeah it's definitely it's something strong play it it is a strong play because what do you say when someone puts roller coasters on the table are you gonna be like tate no we're not we're not sacrificing our morals and values for roller coasters and then you'd be like hold hold on jim (laughs) <laughs> we need to take a step back and comment with this no roller coasters talk. <laughs> I think a roller coaster could fix a lot of situations here. Let's all have a bowl of ice cream and talk this out. Yeah, yeah. Do we have sprinkles? Oh, we have five <laughs> different types of sprinkles. Yeah, see, oh, this, is, this makes it more difficult. <laughs> Stop eating the free ice cream while we debate the roller coasters. It's going to melt. <laughs> So yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on over at uh, one of the Tesla factories. Free ice cream, roller coasters, and Man. people caught uh, up in gears. I don't know about that last part. I might be making that up. Oh man, I hope there's nobody caught up in gears. Oh, <laughs> you right. put roller coasters in a factory, people start not paying attention. Someone's getting caught up in gears. Yeah, you're true. Well, hopefully, especially while they're. They're eating ice cream. Yeah, they're not can, looking where they're, they're not going. paying attention. Yeah, they're walking into the tracks of a roller coaster mid loop, like coming back. Bam! Loop. Oh man, that's a. I don't know. It better be an elevated one. Well, speaking of people or beings being 
stuck in situations. Our next story brings us to a dog that likes to be stuck in a quite funny scenario. Now, <laughs> in Nanticoke, Pennsylvania, a 45-pound Siberian husky named Maverick has managed to open a window, break out the screen, come out onto the roof. It's more than a second story. It seems that it's like there's a basement that's above ground, too. He's up on, like, a third roof, technically. You know, like, he, the beginning of the yep. third floor. Like, it's sort of like the thing over the uh, porch. Yeah, yeah. So, he's a brave little guy. He's just hanging out up there. Apparently, the firefighters had to come. They, they received calls of this dog's lingering on the roof. Nobody wants a dog on the roof. He's going to fall off, break his legs. So, they show up. They managed to get him right into the house again. He's a friendly dog. He's a real, real character, this guy. So, they, they play with the dog, get him in the house. They do their deed. They head back to the station. Couldn't even make it back. The dog's back on the roof somehow. <laughs> Get that dog off the roof! Get the dog! It's back It's back on the roof again. Put him in a room that's not near this window. Like, what is going on? Create this dog. Firefighters <laughs> got things to do. just want some fresh air. This, this husky needs somebody to play with. Get him a playmate. Get him a dog sitter. Bring him to the dog park. I don't know. Doggy daycare. So this happened fairly. This happened all fairly quickly. Yeah, man. He was just playing a game. He he's so friendly looking. This dog. I just can't. It's smiling in every picture. There's not a picture where it doesn't like. Just, you're like, oh, look at that happy dog, hanging he's out like the window. Tongues hanging out. Yeah, he's like <laughs> hanging out the window, like smiling, tongue hanging out, like <clears throat> looking at the reporters. The fucking screens mangled on the fucking roof. <laughs> yeah, he definitely just like punched it out. Yeah, man. I wonder how many screens they go through in this household. Um. <laughs> Yeah, all the firefighters had nothing but pleasant things to say about it. I mean, hey, I'd rather deal with a dog than a fire. Yeah, that's that's a better uh, better day to have to go deal with this cute dog here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man, he's uh, playing with it being so high, but I mean, dogs have no fear. Right. So in our next story, we're also dealing with some uh, emergency personnel. Uh, this time it's, it's wildlife officers. But, you know, you think wildlife officers would be more competent than firefighters in terms of dealing with animals. Yeah, right? Yeah. That, that'd be the assumption. You would, one would uh, assume. It did not go so well for this Asian black bear. Ah, I like bears. Uh, this bear was killed in a helicopter accident Whoa. by Thai wildlife officers. <sighs> What kind of sick person gives him the control of the helicopter and just lets him have it? I mean, no matter how well, well he had his, he had his pilot's license. They had already cleared him. Dedicated bear. I'll give him that. He had, I think, over a hundred hours. Oh, but the problem was or, or simulation. That's the it was simulation. Ah, bears in simulation. They're probably a lot that, better. Rumor has it he was on tranquilizers. God damn it, man. There's always a deeper secret to the story. True. So, to give you guys the real story of what happened here, the uh, the wildlife Thai wildlife officers uh, were transporting this uh, Asian black bear uh, after it had been caught near a village, and the bear was sedated but reportedly woke up and panicked and fell out of the net that it was being uh, hoisted up. Like in below the helicopter, Jesus man! So it panicked, and the bear was like, <sighs> "Can you imagine? Like they shot the fucker. He thought he was dead. He woke up. 
What the fuck is this? I'm flying. Oh man, that's a we feel for this bear. Matt, Matt wanted to name him Kite, the uh, Thai word for kite. Yeah. I don't know if we I don't remember what that is. I don't is. remember what it is actually. But it'd be more like kite with a hole in it. Yeah. Like a kite that doesn't fly too well. Bent kite. Oh, poor poor fuzzy. I'm putting bear. this on you, uh Thai wildlife officers, there's an uh, an investigation that's going to happen because they believe that they did not weigh the bear properly and they didn't give it enough tranquilizers. Well, duh, it woke up. Um, And on top of that, it says that Asian black bears are social animals that need to stay with their packs. Flying the bear to a new location could end up with the bear being mauled by other bears. Yeah, man. So yeah, you're. He was destined for death. You're yeah. You're maybe, gonna put him on somebody maybe else's turf. Maybe he knew turf. what was up. You're gonna start a war, and he's gonna get jumped and killed. God damn. Maybe he knew what was up, and he just like dipped. He was like, he was like I, I this, can't. I, you can't he, fly me away. He knew the turf that they were bringing him to. He's trying to just get out of there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck, <laughs> man. That bear deserves a hell of a memoriam. You know, fucking put oh, their hell on his way out. He deserves a Viking burial. Hell yeah. The coolest of them all. The most badass way to leave this realm. And in our next story, in Scotland, children that were studying Norse history decided that these goldfish that had passed away that they had in their classroom deserved the actual Viking burial themselves. Now, they built small longships and brought them out to a pond and actually lit them on fire. They didn't have the bow and arrow... As true Norse <laughs> funeral would have. Doesn't count. Does It's not exactly a true. Doesn't count. Don't them. tell them that. Come on. They're just kids. Primary three <laughs> and four pupils. It's like, who's who's the best archer here in the third grade? Oh, man. They're so young. You can't just give them a bow and arrow and tell them to hit the goldfish. They're never going to succeed. Of course you can't. you got to light it on fire first and then that's, tell them to hit the That's goldfish. when the, the fucking gym teacher gets all ego and he's like, give me that bow. I'm going to show you, kid. He fucking sinks yeah. the goldfish. Oh, yeah, oh. straight through. And then the arrow pops back up with a goldfish just, like, stuck. Oh, it's not good for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the idea behind this is actually pretty cool. I mean, they're, they're studying the Norse, and the Viking burial comes up, and they actually get to enact it. So, I mean, that's, that's yeah. pretty cool, man. It's kind of they, brutal for kids, they, but, I mean, hey, it's not America, so, I mean, the ideals are a little bit different anyway. It was kind of like a remembrance ceremony for them, and, like... I mean, I wonder what happened to the fish. It never really stated. It didn't state, but I'm assuming they didn't really burn all the way up. These little ships don't I look think... like they, they caught that much flame. <laughs> oh, well, no. I meant, like, in terms of, like, how they died. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Well, they just said they died recently. They were gifts yeah. for Christmas, actually. Like a uh, Christmas pets. <laughs> wow. Those those fish didn't last long, but they got a hell of a funeral. <laughs> Oh, man, one hell of a way out. <laughs> one could only hope. I'd rather that. Come on. Don't put me in the cement. Put me there. That's that's a better way to go than how the uh, critters in our next story are going. Uh, oh. Sticking with the Vikings theme, we're talking about uh, the Minnesota Vikings' uh, shiny new stadium. That's a giant death trap for birds. Does it attract them? Or what's going on there? Uh, it's one of those... Uh, glass oh, buildings. Oh, man. Most of it is glass. Glass so is bird's kryptonite. 
Yeah, we've all it does seen the videos. Work out for them. There's tons of videos. They just sort of <sighs> poor birds thunk right into them. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. I actually, I was, I was in uh, a dining hall one time in college, and a bird flew into it like the glass, uh-huh. and everyone turned and looked. It was just like, what the fuck? Hopefully, the poor guy made it. <laughs> that was one. This uh, in in this case, the brand new Viking Stadium that cost one point one billion dollars is killing birds in mass. Uh, oh, three volunteer groups <sighs> found sixty dead birds around the stadium after a two-hour monitoring period. In addition to the dead birds, there were fourteen stunned birds. Oh man, they had to bring them back. <laughs> it was a gruesome scene, they said. They have a l- tweeted out a picture. City Pages, at City Pages on Twitter, tweeted out a picture of a dead bird. You shouldn't use Twitter to <laughs> show dead birds. This is terrible. I'm going to read the names of the casualties who were suffered. Uh, <laughs> there were 21 white-throated sparrows, nine ruby-throated hummingbirds, one snow bunting, a.k.a. snowflakes, which is an uncommon sighting for bird watchers. And the bird watchers in the area had said they've never seen anything like it in downtown Minneapolis. Jesus Christ, the Great Bird Massacre. <laughs> it's terrible. And that was just one day. So it's probably killing them like crazy. Oh, man, it's putting birds on the endangered species list. <laughs> so I had an idea. I'm just throwing this out out there. Uh, fix your little bird death problem. Throw some uh, vinyl advertisements over some some of the glass, some of the higher glass. You know, put like Vibrant the Vikings shit. logo <laughs> or something like that. Block it off. Save a couple of these birds because sixty that sixty dead birds and fourteen stunned birds. All right, man. That's that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. And you're talking like let's go five years in the future. How many birds will it take until you do something about it? <laughs> yeah. That, well, they're I guess. The Vikings of Minnesota Sports Facilities Authority proposed a three-year, $300,000 commitment to study the stadium's lethal hazard to birds. And the uh, head of the, I think it's the head of, the Audubon chapter of Minneapolis is Ann Laughlin told City Pages that the study won't yield any results as long as it's made out of glass. Uh, U.S. Bank Stadium will continue to be a bird-killing machine. Oh, God. It's a bird-killing machine. I just keep thinking about all these poor birds, man. Something must I be I mean, I know, that's, I know that's a common uh, thing that's brought up whenever people talk about uh, wind turbines. Yeah. Know those will knock birds out of the sky, too. Yeah. And uh, reflectors for solar also take birds out and then oil gets all over birds too birds <laughs> are just taking a hit from everything man. yeah man they're getting it from all sides all sides <laughs> god let's stray away from this death that we're sticking to we're gonna go to the positivity of life in our next story we're gonna talk about a female's a female giraffe recently gave birth um on a live feed this all occurred at animal adventure park in harpersville new york now, the live feed began on February 22nd when the pregnant giraffe was going into actual labor. 20 million viewers actually t- have tuned in to watch us, and uh, it was suspended. It was flagged for nudity and sexual content. Someone clothed that giraffe. Look at all those teats. 
put pants on that draft. <laughs> Two oh pairs. Because that's the only way it would work, I guess. Because, yeah. like, mm. what do you put a shirt on the front part? Oh, I guess, right? Drape it. I mean, mean, kind of. Two pairs of pants? How's that work? What about that neck? All that neck showing. God, cover that up. (laughs) It's too much. To be shirtless with just a big pair of pants? (laughs) (laughs) So, apparently, um, the belief from Jordan Patch, the owner, is uh, that animal rights extremists are behind the flagging. Oh, they're, okay, so they're, they're against, I could see the rationale behind that well, if they're against, yeah. um, Captain you know, the reason. giraffe. Yeah, a lot of people, you know, it, everybody has an opinion on it, Um, you know, uh, whether it's, you think it's for science or whatever, and then the other side, you might think it's just, it's not okay to keep these animals in such small captivity when they should be roaming large masses right. of land, blah, 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 we're going to stay out of that, but... I just think it's ridiculous that the nudity and sexual content flag <laughs> on an animal video got passed by YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. But granted, I mean, it's animal birth. We were I mean, looking into it, and it, they get 300 hours of footage every minute. Yeah, it's that's a lot to handle. Yeah, it's easy to overlook something like that, I guess. <laughs> Be like, what's this naked giraffe doing? Let's shut this live stream down. Don't shame the giraffe for nudity and sexual content. She's a confident <laughs> giraffe. <laughs> She's an independent woman. Yeah. Just, no. Given birth. It's only natural. Well, that actually, th- that story actually brings us into our, uh, our next segment here, the Troll of the Month. I am not a troll. We've been, uh, trying to pick, you know, a person or group of people who are, uh, just being trolls. Yeah. Just trolling people. Being Bringing being dicks, worst. being jerks, bringing out the just worst. Be or or you know just being kind of funny, which in this case is I'd say it's kind of funny. Yeah, this is this is this is the ideal trolling. This is yes, the, this is the trolling that doesn't doesn't uh, do any harm. Just sort of makes everyone laugh. Yeah, if they're in on the joke. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just hope that nobody was. Yeah, get into it. <laughs> So the same live stream in question uh, from the last uh, segment, the the giraffe that was giving birth, when it wasn't being shut down due to nudity, uh, it was being bombarded with people who were trolling by saying that giraffes lay eggs. Wait, they don't? Oh. Were you watching that live stream? <laughs> <laughs> Tweeting out giraffes and egg it's pictures. Just, I just, yeah, I, I mean, to, who comes up with this shit? Like we need, I want to see the source. I want to meet the person that just thought, like, hey, let me put this out there. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, the uh, people were complaining that it adds no education. The live stream adds no educational value, and the mockery of a, of the draft and nature. Some people got pretty bent out of shape over it. Okay. I guess. So they had reasoning. Yeah, the uh, people were getting all pissed off, and uh, people were tweeting. Like, the people that were getting pissed were the ones uh, who actually wanted to see the birth. And and the trolls just kept on saying, you know, I'm Team Egg, hashtag Team Egg. Because <laughs> they're just waiting for, they're trying to say, you know, people tweeted out, I'm sorry, but y'all deserve to know that the live stream is fake. Starting uh, a movement. I like it. The the baby giraffe graced the world three hours ago, and they had a picture of a giraffe coming out of an egg. Oh, Hashtag man. Team egg. Man. Truth. 
There was another one which came first, the giraffe or the egg. Hashtag Team Egg. <laughs> so it's like, uh, it's a big hashtag fake news, hashtag Team Egg. It's people actively going out there and trying to say things that are laughably wrong. Yes, yes. And if uh, the, this era, you can't get frustrated nice. with it. No, in this era, it's kind of, it's it's enlightening. It's lightning to the, to the mo- mood that's overall set in media these days. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's uh, that's a lot funnier than there. You find a lot of that kind of stuff on YouTube. Go check out some of the live streams. I, I got yeah. some that I'm subscribed to, which are pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you first told me about it, I was assuming they were like flat earthers, but no. <laughs> it seems more like they're just trying to like either a get people riled up. Which you will have or, in the flat earther community, some people like that. But there's some people that believe that. I don't think there's many people that would actually believe giraffes come out of eggs. <laughs> I'd hope. Yeah, that's. I'd hope. Yeah, it's sure, just. And for anyone out there who does who thinks that that's the case, uh, giraffes are my, mammals. Therefore, they uh, give live birth, and they, I think there's milk involved. Yep. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Ever have giraffe milk? Hence the teats reference earlier. <laughs> yeah, ever have giraffe milk? No, no, man. I, I would love to. If we ever go to Africa, man, that's that's a to-do list. Some giraffe, go milk a giraffe. Go mil- yeah, you, yeah. You just can't go to the store and buy it. You got to get the experience of chasing down a giraffe and milking it. Big Matt, that's a guy giraffe. Damn it! Stop. I knew something just was stop. wrong. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> just chase down the next one. I'm shutting the news down. This is it. We're moving <laughs> out of the news. Moving out. Leads us to the next segment, which we're going to do some music. Now, yeah. me and Jesse have both chosen um, artists, and more specifically, a song from each artist that we would like to share with you and uh, give you a listen to, give you an idea of what these guys are about. Now, I'm going to start it off. I chose Beta Blocker, um, B-E-T-A-B-L-O-C-K-3-R. It replaced the last E with a three. I just wanted to be clear about that before we get into this. Now it's good to do that, otherwise people will be all pissed off when they can't find. When they it. can't find <laughs> it, yeah, you'll find beta blocker to that, the definition and this and that and blah blah blah. Deep rabbit hole. <laughs> so beta blocker is two guys that are from L.A. Um, they're like an electronica. They label themselves as a grindcore band too. I, I don't know why they do that. They're not really grindcore. Um, but the song that I really like from them is called In My Head, and uh, it's kind of taken off a bit. It's been out for a little more than a year now, and they're it, popping up all over. Um, I've seen them on numerous Spotify playlists, and uh, I've seen them get like different references on different music sites and whatnot. Um, YouTube, they always pop up. they got a shit ton of plays on there as well. Um, so yeah, this is uh, In My Head from Beta Blocker. Feelings all through my head, 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 my
Hopefully you dig that song. Um, I like it. It's a very upbeat. It's got a wild feel to it. Um, kind of retro feel at the same point, mm-hmm. which I thought was nice. Um, yeah, want- definitely retro. That's a, that's a really good way to describe what was going on there. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're fucking. If you got check them out on SoundCloud. Uh, that's like the main hub they use. Um, SoundCloud.com. Go check out Beta Blocker. With a three, replacing the last E on Blocker. Um, and yeah, they're pretty interactive. They talk to people on there, so you can reach out to them. They're pretty chill. Um, get at them. Yeah, that's awesome. You always have really good suggestions. Thank you, sir. I love music. Try, try, you're trying to keep up on them. I'm, uh, I'm just getting into Spotify again for like the fourth time. <laughs> I love Spotify. I'm always on it. It's always it's always better for finding new stuff because it seems to force you to listen to different things. Yeah, it's a lot easier to explore new new like releases or you don't get, different tastes. You don't get stuck in your stuck in a hole unless you make like a playlist. Yeah, it's easy to do that too. You can do that on Spotify too. Make a playlist and listen to that over and over and over. Right. Well, uh, one that actually came up. During uh, my search of Spotify and in trying to find my suggestion for this segment, uh, was minus the bear. It's uh, they're a band that I've always enjoyed. Um, I've listened to them for a while. I, I like some of their older stuff. I'm refamiliarizing myself with their newer stuff because, like I said, I get stuck in a musical sometimes. But they're uh, they're still doing things. As I looked into uh, what they've been up to, they have a new album dropping this week. So by the time this comes out, it'll be available. It's called Voids. Uh, it comes out March 3rd. And there's some singles off of it um, that I had the chance to listen to, which were which were pretty good. Um, I'm actually... Cho- I've chosen one of them. I was going to do one of their older songs called Ice Monster, which everyone should still go check out. Yeah, it's a really good tune. But uh, instead, I decided since, you know, they're dropping a new album it'd be worth it to have people check out the new song from it. So the single I chose was uh, Invisible by Minus the Bang.
Okay. So that was uh, Invisible by Linus the Bear. Um, definitely check them out. Like I said, they have a new album coming out. Uh, the, their sound is cool. It's kind of... Their, their older stuff was more, uh, I want to say, psychedelic in a way. Oh, yeah. Very trancey. Trip, trancey, yeah. And this newer stuff is a little bit more... It's like the edges have been more refined, and it's not as all over the place. It's, it's closer. It's a little bit more poppy, I would say, than their older albums. Okay, okay, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I'm excited to see this new release that they have. Um, yeah, absolutely. They're touring right now, too. So if you are in uh, Idaho, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, Virginia, D.C., they're going all over the place in March. Um, so check out their website, minusofair.com, and you can get tickets and check shows there if you're interested checking them out after this give them a listen here yeah yeah they're probably amazing in concert too definitely probably a high energy band um I fucking have always loved Minds of Air so good so good <laughs> and so that leads us to the end of the show as always we appreciate you guys tuning in um we love you. If you want to check us out, get at us on our main hub, americanslacherpodcast.wordpress.com. You can also check out our Facebook or Instagram by searching us American Slacker Podcast. You can also send us an email, uh, americanslacherpodcast at gmail.com. Did you say that? No. No, I did not. Okay. I don't want to be repeating but repeating the information. You're good. It's already You're been good. said here. But you've wasted the uh, time already, man. Come on now. <laughs> you can also find us. They, they love sticking around for these parts. Yeah, come on. Uh, it's a highlight. You can find us on Twitter and Reddit at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R podcast. That's A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R podcast on Twitter and Reddit. Uh, you can check us out on our personal Instagrams. Matt's is... MWG Media is where you'll find me. And mine is Landers the Plane. Uh, you can also check out our Patreon. That's where you can become a sponsor of the show. Uh, by supporting the show at different levels, you're able to have a shout-out from us or ask us a question that we'll answer on the show along with your name. Um, if you look at it this way, uh, we put out four shows a month. If each uh, episode was $0.25, cents, um, that would be a dollar donation. Anything that you guys give would be awesome. And even if you don't give us anything, um, just hearing from you yeah. is awesome. Yeah, just reach out. Give us a rating on iTunes. <laughs> oh, and uh, don't forget on our next episode, I think we should have a conclusion to the uh, Mark Hunt Alistar Overeem bet that was made oh I yes. believe that's this saturday someone will be five dollars richer <laughs> it's gonna be me and poorer it's gonna be me i'm gonna be, I'm gonna be we'll the richer see. one i'm telling you i'm telling we'll you we'll see how it goes we've got confidence man i've got confidence to ramp everyone up so make sure you tune in for the next episode <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all right people until next time, we love you, and uh, that's it. There you go.